Hi, I'm Jake Parker, and this is my podcast, Beyond Fit. My goal is to help you live a happier and healthier life by providing actionable knowledge and advice about a wide range of health and fitness topics, as well as self-improvement. If you want to find out more about me, visit my website, jake-parker.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi guys, this is Jake back on the podcast, just solo this time. So this week I wanted to go over something that I know I talk about a lot and that I've mentioned many times and that I feel like is very important in my life as well as in anyone's life in order to advance and prosper and just feel at peace and feel confident with where you're at in life and what you're doing. And that's routines and habits. So I'm going to go over why I feel habits are important and then some macro level stuff followed by some micro level and additional thoughts. So I thought that it would be helpful to go over some quotes I think about a lot in the realm of habits One that I go to very often to try to make sure I'm not just busy, but I'm really doing things that are important are going to help me move forward. This quote is by Tim Ferriss. He says, being busy is a form of laziness, lazy thinking and indiscriminate action. Being busy is most often used as a guise for avoiding the few critically important but uncomfortable actions. So Tim here is speaking to something that we can all relate to and have all probably fallen victim to at multiple points in our life, which is just the busyness trap, just doing, 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 going, going, going. Oftentimes this looks like success and it looks like you're moving forward on a daily basis, but if you're not spending your time where it's most important that you spend your time, a lot of times you can just be spinning your wheels and still be very busy and look very busy on a day-to-day basis. And I'm going to talk about a couple books here that I've read recently that guide my thinking on productivity and on habit and routine in a big way. And one of those is The One Thing by Gary Keller. And in The One Thing, essentially what Gary talks about is having one set period of time for the one thing. I believe that the phrase that's often used in this book is, what's the one thing that you can do that if done will make everything else easier or unnecessary? So try to think about that in the context of what are your goals? Maybe right now your top goals are centered around family or your relationship with a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. So what would your one thing be there? Making them a meal, planning a day with them, you know, whatever. Maybe it's work and there's a project you're working on. So getting that deep work done on that project might be your one thing. So for me, my example, when I first read the one thing, I really wasn't sure exactly how it applied to me. I kind of went back and forth, but as I had some distance from the book, I really gained a lot of clarity. And to me, I sort of figured out that my one thing, and I should say that this can encompass, you know, a few things as long as they're related. I, I guess where I was having trouble at first is like, how can I simplify my life down to one thing that's the most important? And so for me, I, I know I heard Mike Matthews talking about this book and the fact that his one thing is creating content, whether it be books, podcasts, blogs, that that's the most important thing for him. Creating content is definitely a really important thing for me too. And so I thought about my one thing in the context of that. And essentially my high overarching one thing is helping others live a happier and healthier life. That's what I want to do with this podcast, with my blog, with my Instagram, anything that I'm posting out there is just with the purpose of helping others. 
And so what I need for that is first of all, to create a positive internal environment from which to speak from. And so that includes for me reading and listening to information that I find helpful and useful myself so that I can translate what that means to other people and you know have a lot of information at my disposal when speaking, when writing. And then uh, what comes after that is just the content creation. So, you know, having dialogue with other people, having podcasts with people that inspire me that I'm interested in. Like I said, writing, whether it be writing a blog or writing an Instagram caption, it helps me to clarify my thoughts and to get things out there that I think are going to be helpful to other people. So this book, to wrap it up, the one thing Gary recommends spending four hours on your one thing a day, which I know sounds like a lot. And I won't get too much into this, but I, like most of you, uh, work a job about 40 hours a week, not a traditional schedule, which helps me to formulate my routines and habits in a way that works best for me, where I can usually do some inner work on my one thing, first thing in the morning. I feel like that's important for other reasons I'll address. But for me, I try to spend the first few hours, four if I can, of each day, or if not at the beginning, uh, towards the end, just reading and writing and following my routines so that I have a still internal environment from which to speak from. And like I said, I'm, I'm ingesting quality information. So I know that was kind of a long tangent from that first quote, but that's something that's been on the front of mind for me as far as my habits and routine. A couple more that I think of often, I think I have seven here. Um, I might fit them all in if it makes sense. But one time going back to Tim Ferriss, I heard uh, Jersey Gregorick on his show. And I can't remember exactly what capacity he works in professionally, but he's some sort of uh, trainer. I think a weightlifting coach, maybe if I'm remembering correctly, but what stuck out is he and Tim talked about the statement, easy choices, hard life, hard choices, easy life. So I try to prioritize making the hard choices that, you know, I don't always want to read or, you know, I, I get a lot of imposter syndrome when I'm speaking or writing about health and fitness or other things of that nature. And I often get nervous before I have a podcast with someone that I'm inspired by that I look up to. But I think that making these hard choices a priority in your life is going to make everything else a lot more calm and make you just feel at peace with where you're at. Another one of the, I guess I would call it principles in my life that I speak about a lot is just that we need some sort of struggle. We desire struggle based on our evolutionary history, based on just the way that humans are. We're never quite satisfied and we're definitely not satisfied when we're just sitting around doing nothing or when we're just being stagnant. So I think that it's important to manifest struggle into your life or else it's my belief that it's a lot more likely struggle will manifest itself in other areas. So if you're not making those hard choices consistently, doing what you need to do to advance in whatever capacity that is to you, making sure you're exercising, making sure you're learning some of these high arching overall things. Now these are pertinent to my values, but I think that these things that I'm mentioning are important to just about anyone. But if you don't introduce these hard things in your life, I think that they'll be introduced in a more malevolent way by the universe. Uh, that's kind of getting a little high arching, but that's my theory on that. A couple more quotes that I use to guide my thinking on routines. Abraham Lincoln said, 
give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening the ax. So this just speaks to the importance of preparation and intention with your time. Jordan Peterson said, incremental improvement will get you a tremendous distance. So this is a quote that speaks to the fact that these small things that you do, these seemingly trivial things that you work into your daily routines and habits really add up to a huge, huge advantage and change over time. I can speak to this myself. I feel so much more confident and driven and just all around like a different person than I was uh, a number of years ago, even one, two, definitely three or four years ago. I feel like a totally changed person. That's because I've consistently committed to having positive habits and routines in my life that help me to move forward. And I think that that incremental improvement is really what we have to emphasize. You're never going to see yourself make a 10% jump or a 20, 30% jump. And I think that's what a lot of people want to see, but rather you're going to make uh, a percentage jump or a two percentage jump at the beginning. But once you are doing the things that you know you should be doing and ingraining this on a daily basis, you're going to make something like a tenth of a percentage jump a day or a week. But eventually, you know, you are going to see the results of these changes and you are going to be proud of yourself and you are going to be different. And so it's really important to just focus on the daily things and doing them well. So daily things. Let's start out with that. So first of all, I thought I would talk about my morning and nightly routine. These are two things I've worked to refine over time. And I've often heard the comparison made or the perspective, uh, like to, to answer the question, why a morning and nightly routine? Like we often hear about, you know, entrepreneurs or billionaires or athletes or whatever in their morning and nightly routines. And it's like, why morning and nightly routine? I used to ask this. It's like, why can't I just make sure that I get this stuff in throughout the day? And that would be nice if our brains work that way. But so often, if we don't do the most important things right when we get up or right before we fall asleep, these consistent uh, things that we ingrain into our day, it's hard to just do them by, you know, just by willpower. I talked about with Stephen Pressfield on my podcast with him, the fact that when it comes to writing, if you wake up every day and you have to make the decision if you're going to write or not, you've already lost and you're not going to write. So having these things that you do right when you get up and right before you go to bed is going to help ingrain that routine and it's going to help you uh, with not having that decision fatigue. That's another thing that I think about a lot and that's why I think that routine and habit are important and especially doing things that empower you and that are in line with your values and the in line with the way that your, your personality is in the way that you enjoy structuring your time. Again, this can be very individual, uh, but where I'm going with this is you want to automate as many decisions as you can. That's essentially what a habit is, just an automation of an activity. You'll find that the most successful people talk about habits and routines for this reason, because they, they want to automate these things into their lives so that they can have more room to think creatively and think broadly and deeply. Uh, an example I often talk about is the fact that Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg uh, have been famously wearing the same clothes, or I guess in Steve's case, wore. Uh, they would they would wear the same clothes because it would just help them to make less decisions throughout the day, and so they would have more brain power to think about other things. So my morning routine starts. I get up. Uh, I always try to get up early. My goal is to wake up before six thirty, and so it's interesting to note too. I've talked about the importance of sleep, and often. These, these goals can be conflated, waking up early and sleep, you know, getting that eight hours that I try to shoot for. So 
if you find it hard to go to bed at night, or if you're someone who likes to watch a lot of TV in the evening or something like that, you really have to just look at it as what are my values? What are the things that are most important to me? Because you'll see that, you know, it's always fun and it's always easy to watch another episode or watch another movie or whatever. But if you really get clear about your goals and where you're going in life, that is what it takes to overpower, you know, your other urges for, for fun and pleasure that you want to watch TV or you want to do whatever at night and, and it allows you to get to bed and get that sleep and rest that you need. So uh, like I said, I like to try to wake up before 6.30. I have a goal to do that more times in the week than not. So as long as I do that four times, I feel like I've won the week. But again, just wanting to note that I found that sleep is so much more important than I used to think it was. When I first tried to carve out a routine for myself and explore different ways of making my routine, uh, I would. I, I knew that getting up early was important because everyone that I talked about, sorry, that I talked to or that I was inspired by and looked up to, they, they would always talk about the importance of getting up early. Steven Pressfield reiterated that point again on our last podcast. Uh, you know, getting up early before the world starts to find your stillness, to work on the things that are most important to you, your one thing. Uh, I think that that's always important. But in the past, when I was trying to carve out my routine for the first months or even probably like year, I would wake up early in the morning but I would be so tired because I didn't have that prioritization and emphasis on good sleep. And so I found that that is so, so important in just getting that seven, eight, maybe you need a little bit more, uh, finding out how much sleep you need and consistently committing to getting that over time. So anyway, when you wake up, when I wake up, this is what I do. I like to smile. I like to, and some of this stuff is going to sound silly. I mean, I literally wake up and I make sure that I smile in the mirror because I know that these small physical changes just like we know through exercise, are what manifests itself into macro change. So I smile, I drink some water, uh, always making sure that I get my water intake started out first thing in the morning. A lot of people I know struggle with water, drinking enough water throughout the day. Myself, that's kind of just a habit I've had of just sipping on water throughout the day, but I always make, make sure to start it, to catalyze it by drinking one glass in the morning. I do a little bit of exercise. I have a pull-up bar. Usually it's just doing five pull-ups. I think that doing some simple exercise is a great way to get yourself started too, get your body going, get your brain going. If I don't have pull-ups, I'll usually do push-ups, but that could manifest itself in a lot of different ways. I always make my bed. I think it's important to respect yourself enough and respect your environment enough to keep it clean and tidy. I then brush my teeth, of course, like most of you do in the morning, and I'll clean up my, my place a little bit, do dishes, uh, clean up the kitchen. Just like I said, creating a clean internal environment because I feel like that's important for my mindset. The next thing I'll do, goal visualization. Again, this stuff sounds silly sometimes if you have never been introduced to this sort of stuff or are, are, are unfamiliar with it, but this is the sort of stuff that done on a daily basis changes your life. Something that I try to think about is the aspect of mental proximity and reticular activating system, which are a couple of things that, that go on in your brain, in your mind. And essentially, it's just like these repeated things that you do and envision and think about, you manifest into your life. So that's why I try to think about what I want, think about what are my goals, think about how I'm going to get there. I do that first thing in the morning to flip my brain into that gear and get myself thinking in that positive mindset, just really setting up that positive mindset first thing in the day, especially because 
there's going to be so many people in so many situations that are going to try to drag you down and bring negativity into your life. That's a huge part of what goes on in the world, unfortunately, but you have to push past that by turning on that positive mindset and getting that positive momentum going first thing in the day. So in that realm, the next thing I'll do is some affirmations. So whatever I want to focus on being better at or manifesting at that time. And usually it's something like I am this, I do this. So something, some aspect of my personality or of my being that I don't necessarily have or that I want to emphasize more, just saying this is what I am, this is who I am helps manifest that. So for example, I feel like I've become a lot more confident because I'll often have affirmations centered around confidence. I am, um, what are some that I've used? Like I am confident and outgoing. I assert myself into positive situations that are going to help me grow. You know, I make hard choices every day, whatever, whatever that is, whatever that you want to manifest, it's important to write that and or say it and make sure it's in the form of I am this. That's how you manifest things in your life. I also think about what went well from the day before. Uh, I think that this is a good way to, again, get that positive momentum going. And when you focus on the positive things that are in your life, you're going to see more of them and you're going to see what's working well and continue to do the things that work well. So think about what's going well in your life. Like I said, I think about what went well specifically in my day yesterday. I have to say why as well. So I really pontificate on it. And then I do gratitude. So I say three things I'm grateful for. Again, I have to say why to make sure I'm pontificating on it. There's tons of research out there that shows how helpful gratitude training can be. And just thinking about what you're grateful for and thinking about how lucky you are. So that's something I make sure to do. And I started out doing the five minute journal. So that is something I highly recommend if you want to get into gratitude training, because it gives you these prompts that all you have to do is fill it in. So it just makes less barrier to entry. Next thing I'll do is meditate. It's important to me, like I've talked about before, I think in a podcast, I'll include that, but meditation is super important for setting up my frame of mind, making sure that I'm not overly aggravated or reacting negatively to things and that I'm in control of my thoughts and feelings and mood uh, with, with that meditation practice. And so then from there, those are the three big things that I try to do every morning, uh, grouped together. And then depending on how much time I have before I have to be wherever or start whatever thing that I'm obligated to, if I have more time to myself, I'll read, I will write, whether it be like a blog, just journaling, uh, anything like that. And I will not only read books that I'm working on, but I have a lot of blogs online that I read through the website and app called Feedly, where you can organize all of your blogs into one space, which is really nice. And then past that, if I have more time, I will do some sort of personal growth activity and or exercise. So in a perfect day, I'd be able to do all these things, but a lot of times I do have to be at my job or be doing something else, uh, at least at some point during the morning. How do I keep track of all this? I have space in my calendar for my morning routine every day. Uh, like I said, I do try to shoot for that four hours, which yeah, sounds like a lot and is a lot, but I think it's important to manifest what you want in the world and become who you wanna be to take this time for yourself. So I do put all this stuff in my calendar and plot it out so that it's there. I don't have anything interrupting it and so that I can give myself that time that I feel like I deserve and I feel like is necessary. 
I mentioned exercise. Exercise is not something I leave up to chance. Again, like Steven Pressfield and I talked about, exercise has a lot of resistance tied to it. And so we have to make sure that for me, my workouts are scheduled. I have different goals at different times, but maybe my goal, like for example, right now I have a goal of four workouts a week and then a couple either walks or jogs. So I make sure those are all scheduled in my calendar. I try to treat my calendar as sacred ground, which is something that's talked about a lot in another book I've talked about recently that I finished in Getting Things Done by David Allen. So I make sure to schedule in when I'm going to work out, when I'm going to do cardio, and then I have my work schedule in there so that I know, obviously, I have to be there at this time. I can't schedule my reading, writing, et cetera, workouts during this time, obviously. Yeah, the schedule is very important. That's what it all comes back to. As far as nightly routine, I'm not as strict on my nightly routine because I'll often get to it uh, at a different time, whereas I can more control when I wake up and start my morning routine. But things I'll always do, put on blue light blockers after eight o'clock to make sure that I'm sleeping well and getting the quality sleep that I need. Planning my day for tomorrow as far as looking at my schedule, looking at what food I'm going to eat. I always try to make sure my meals are planned uh, according to my goals at the time. Cutting, bulking, something I'll talk about more at a different time. But planning out things like even my clothes and what I'm going to post on my blog or podcast or Instagram planning the next day so that you're prepared and you wake up in that mindset knowing what's going to be done rather than like figuring it out as you go, like I said, is really important. And then I'll also unwind if I have enough time in the evening with some reading or sometimes TV. I usually only watch TV or movies like once or twice a week, but I don't think that it's to be villainized. A lot of times that might be like the prevailing notion in the success porn sort of realm but that stuff's totally fine you need to unwind and unplug sometimes so anyway i make sure that i reflect on my day and then i make sure that i try to prioritize that eight hours of sleep like i mentioned i get at the bare minimum seven to seven and a half and i try to get over eight when i can too like i said i found that sleep is so so important I also have routines that I try to do every week that I also plan in my calendar. Like I said, watching TV or movies once or twice a week, I will plan in the time that I'm going to watch TV or movies. I think it's important to plan your free time and plan your leisure activities like you plan your work, like you plan your productive activities. Uh, it sounds kind of funny at first, but once you do it, it's really freeing. Like I said, just cultivating that positive mindset, cultivating that you know what you're doing, you know why you're doing it. And sometimes, like I said, we can, you know, at the beginning about being busy, we can make ourselves so busy that we don't have time for these leisure activities. So it's important to plan them in and knowing that there's always more productive work to be done and there's always possibly more things we could be doing. But sometimes you really just need to unwind and disconnect from all the, the daily things that you're doing to become better, to become the person you want to be. Once a week, I schedule in a day that I don't drink caffeine. This day is fucking hard. I'm not going to lie. But I think that's important because uh, two reasons I like that day to kind of gear me back up for caffeine's effects. Like I can definitely tell from drinking a lot of coffee and pre-workout, the effects will become less potent. And then another reason I do that is just because I don't like to feel like I'm tied to anything where that I just have to have this. Like I don't want to feel like I just have to have my morning coffee or I just can't go on. So it's just something that challenges and tests me. Every month I fast on the first weekday of the month, something I'll talk about more Later, every month, I budget, I look at the expenses I had in the 
last month and I look at the income I had, making sure that I'm spending money on the things that I want to spend it on, um, seeing, looking for any outliers, making sure that I invest a set amount of money every month. That's important to me as I've discussed before. A couple things that I think are interesting notes that I wanted to include is I budget in a set amount for personal growth. And I uh, also, when I think about eating out, I don't put that in my food budget, but rather I put that in my entertainment budget. So I, I, I want to be careful not to just like be eating out too many meals because that's really expensive, but also realizing that that is important and, but it's, but it's more of like a leisure and a, and a fun activity more so than it's, it's not like in my food budget because it's not food that I need or that's like regular. So anyway, um, back to food. I do eat a lot of the same things daily. And like I said, it's important for me to track my food. So I know what I'm going to eat again, back to that decision fatigue. I want to make less decisions. And so that helps me out a lot there. I have a list of things that I eat often that are going to help me reach my macronutrient goals and help me feel and look my best based on my different goals. Every day, I have this list of things to look at if I'm not having a good day. And so it's sort of like these things like, did you meditate? Did you exercise? Did you get eight hours of sleep? Um, so stuff like that, looking to see, you know, am I, am I feeling this way because of this certain reason? Or is there really something else I need to look at in my life? Uh, that's also important to me. I talked about finding stillness first thing in the morning. Um, so monthly, daily, and a couple times a year, I have yearly routines, which is taking the month of December off of social media. Again, going back to that, I don't want to be controlled by anything, kind of like the, the, the taking time off caffeine. And then in the same realm, I take uh, about mid-April to mid-May of not drinking any alcohol in that same context. So that's about all I wanted to mention. Uh, wrapping up here, just to conclude, making sure you have a solid uh, morning routine, first of all. Nightly routine, for me, definitely comes second to that, but can also be really important. Putting things on your calendar and honoring your, honoring your calendar as sacred ground. I'll often try to make sure that I'm doing enough like activities where I'm socializing with other people and or participating in different groups. I participate in my church. I participate in groups uh, from meetup, like personal growth sort of things, writers groups, things that help me be around other people that are like me, that I can talk to and be inspired by and share information with. And then also just making sure, like I said, I socialize with my friends, going back to that scheduling your leisure time, scheduling your downtime. I don't want to just go weeks without talking to my friends or family or seeing them. So making sure that that's part of my calendar as well. And then one more quick tip for the calendar. I will also put what my current like workout is or like workout focus. So usually I'll switch that every three months. So that'll be in my calendar. I will put the on, on certain days. So Monday, I always try to launch a podcast. Saturday or Sunday, I always try to launch a podcast. Um, a lot of times, well, every other week, I'll send out my newsletter on Fridays. So that kind of stuff is in my calendar as well to remind me. And then something that I found really useful is just things that are automated that you want to do every whatever it is, month, three weeks, two weeks, putting that stuff in your calendar. So like I put when I want to get a haircut, when I'm going to get an oil change, just stuff that you, I don't want to like take my, my mind to 
you know, actively think about, but it's just like regulated into my calendar. And like I said, I look at my calendar so often because it's sacred ground to me. Um, in addition, I will put things like contacting a friend or someone I want to reach out to in my network to either meet up or just call them on the phone, text them, whatever that is. It's important to keep up with those relationships that you value professionally or personally. So let's wrap up the way we started a few more quotes I really enjoy here. I always try to remember that as Leonardo da Vinci said, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. So my schedule and my routines and habits might sound really habitual and really intense and deliberate and like they are very intricate, but really for me, this is just how I manifest simplicity into my day-to-day life with this, this discipline schedule. Uh, Jocko Willink is the guy who, who wrote the book Discipline Equals Freedom, and I definitely subscribe to that mentality. Warren Buffett, another person that I aspire to and look up to, said that the chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. So you really are of your day-to-day habits. Aristotle famously said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. Back to this theory of incremental improvement, Bill Gates said that most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And then lastly, this quote definitely underlies how I look at my life and how I look at my day-to-day routine and activities and habits. And it's by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he says, he speaks to the importance of vision here. I've talked about vision. I think vision is pretty synonymous with values. Are you living out your values? Do you have goals and things that you're working towards and a person you want to become? And he says that when your vision is powerful enough, everything else falls into place. How you live your life, your workouts, what friends you choose to hang out with, how you eat, and what you do for fun. So think about that. Think about routine being a place where you can find freedom, not a place where you find tedium or stress. If that's the way you feel, look at the things I've talked about, listen to this again, and think about how and why different things apply to you or don't apply to you. This routine is very specific to me and it works for me and my personality and who I am. Maybe you're different. Maybe you disagree with some of the things that I've said. So I'd really, really appreciate it if you reached out and let me know why this was useful to you, uh, you know, what things you are trying to implement into your life. And even if you disagree with me and if there's things that you think I shouldn't do or I should do or want to go back and forth on routines that you have that I do not, I'd be interested in that as well. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you here on the next podcast. Hey, it's Jake again. If this podcast provided you any value, I'd encourage you to share it with someone who you think might enjoy it. In addition, it'd really help me out a lot if you would go and subscribe or leave a review for my podcast. It's super easy. And in addition, if you have any questions or comments, I'd love for you to reach out to me by email or Instagram DM, which can both be found on my website. Thanks.